interesting scenario for a friend of mine. He bought a Series Zero back when that was the watch, right? His Series Zero just popped, exploded, like a few of them were liable to do. The back plate just pops off. It's like a battery malfunction or something. So they give him a completely brand new Series Zero with a fresh battery and everything. And so he's kind of like, at this point, like, well, I mean, I got a really fresh battery, you know? Like, he was tracking right along with me. We were both in the 60s at dinner the other night. And so that's obviously a fresh battery on a Series Zero. There's no doubt about that. Mad men. So I I, I was like, I I can understand, you know? It's taking it out a little bit. It kind of makes it, like, it's a really easy decision when your battery's just running out by dinner time. most every day. Have you run past your 14-day window? Because you were wearing, you're wearing a Series 4, and so you have obviously have a Series 4 now. Cause I have. I'm, I'm at uh, 17, 18 days. Did you, every, all 14 days, were you a nervous wreck about it? Um, <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, I, st- I started taking medicine for anxiety and depression just for my mental health um it is just kind of not because of the watch specifically not because of the watch specifically um but i could definitely tell like i started taking it like probably the day ish maybe i got the watch i don't know um and uh and it's really it's really helped um so if you need it i, I endorse it and uh no I, I just feel like totally pretty chill about it well, that's good. Like I do about quite everything. I I don't think I did tell you this. I almost texted it to you. Is that like, I still notice every single thing that could make me feel anxious or that is just like suboptimal, clearly suboptimal. What is going on here? This is not really awesome. Um, but at this point, I'm just like, I see everything and I'm like, well, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So it, it's good. It reminds me of when uh, I was in Denver and Brittany, the first time she was going to fly out to me instead of me flying home, and she is terrified of flying. So she had to go to a doctor and get something. I don't know what she got prescribed, but um, she said, you know, she still didn't like it and still was really afraid, but, you know, like she still kind of could feel that somewhere way back there, but she just didn't care. Yeah. So it was like, if the plane crashes, I just don't care. So, you know. But you can't do anything about it, right? But, oh, only when she's on the medicine did she feel this way when she was flying out. Right, right, right. Although, if she's with me, she doesn't have to take the medicine and she can can get through it. So I don't know what the difference is there, but. You. I guess we just die together. You're the difference. Oh, okay. Well, she hasn't flown. She's obviously just terrified for your children if they. Only had you. Well, this was before we had children. There you go. Yeah. And, and that, we haven't flown. Too. We haven't flown together. She hasn't flown since, you know, 2011. So. Okay. We need to go on a trip where she has to fly. Yeah. Um, which she would totally be on board with, but that's a lot of money. You don't want to fly with children, though. No. <laughs> oh, no. Both flights out to. Uh, so I went to LA a couple weeks ago. Right. Both flights out, both flights in. Babies, just babies everywhere. But they were they were good. Yeah, oh, they, they could were be. happy. Except for man, when it gets high and the ears start popping, I've been on some flights where you're like, 
Well, yeah, the kid's going to be wailing because, like, well, yeah. if it was socially acceptable, I would right now. Like, we're way freaking up here, and I forgot my gum. So, <laughs> rookie mistake. Right, right, right. So, um, uh, coming back around, so uh, yeah. I love it. Like, the 44 is a great size. Okay. Um, and it totally just not does not seem big now. Just seems was- like... The right size. That was the issue, 40, right? 40 would seem small at this point. Now, there, there was like the first three or four days that I really felt like, what am I doing on this that makes 44 worth it? Like a 40 would give me just as much and it just wouldn't be quite as big, but it would give me just, just everything that I want from the watch. But honestly, touch tar- tap targets being bigger mm. is huge on the watch because like I'm walking around, I want to tap something, I want to swipe it. Just having a bigger tap target is nice to have on the watch. Um, and even just like buttons, you know, shortcuts um, to go to the apps that are on my my watch, you know, whether it's music or overcast or weather or whatever it is, is nice. And this middle complication on the infograph modular where I see the n- next five hours of weather, the temperatures on that are really, really small because they're giving you five of them all, all, all in a row. So I really think it's it's nice to have it on the 44. I really like this the... The sport loop. Um, I've really, really enjoyed that. I did order a nylon band, which they've, they've stopped selling the woven nylon bands, but I tried them on and like the inter, like between series three and series four. Um, they still had some in the, in the drawer that they pull out when you try on watch bands. So I was like, can I try that on? Like, I know you're not selling anymore, but target is and eBay's selling them and this, that or the other. So, um, so I, I bought a bought a nylon band because I, I think I, I would like to just wear different bands at different times. Not really for <laughs> very, very little for like a stylish reason. It's all about pressure points. Fashionista. Yeah. It's all about pressure points. My wrist, if you just push on it, even the slightest, just all day long in the same spots, wearing the same exact band all the time, um, which is why I like the sport loop a lot because you can make tiny little fractions of of uh, adjustments to it and it still, you know, will be tight, will be loose, be all good. Yeah. A lot of flexibility. So I'm a big fan, big fan of the watch. I like, from what I've seen of it, I like, so sorry. Well, as you can say, it's kind of what you said with the touch points, but just everything, just visually being a little bit bigger and just being able to see things easier. I'm, you know, my eyesight's not the, not the greatest. Um, if anything ever happens to my right eye, I'm going to be, I won't even need a watch anymore because I'll have no <laughs> use for one. Um, That's not funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We, but it's, laugh. it's so fast. Mm. And I don't know. I don't know. You're if you, coming from a series one, which was a sure. little faster. Damn, than but it wasn't, it was, it's still Siri is fast. Like you ask Siri and the, the race to, to talk to Siri. This was going to be my number one question to you is, is how is that working out? It works really well when you're setting a timer. It works pretty well when you're, when you're giving a reminder. If you want to play music, it, there's just some certain trigger words that it seems to work better with. Um, it also, like, you have to kind of, like, bring it from not on and then very actively bring it up to your mouth and start talking to it. And it just started listening to me. Um, and now it's going to say, do your mouth and start. And then it goes away because it was like, well, you weren't really giving me a command. Um, but I've definitely had times when it didn't work. When I do when I, when I do start a timer, it's really, really like I'll start the show for the kid because our kids watch a show in their beds just to chill out and um, get cozy before they're then going to sleep. So put a kid, put a show on for the kid, Paw Patrol usually. And then while I'm walking out of the room, I just bring my bring it up and just say, start a 22 minute timer. And... So 
I'm happy for it's you. Really, it's really nice. And, and Siri is just super fast. Like you say, start a 22 minute timer. And then I'm starting a 22 minute timer. It's really, go. really, really quick. Um, there's just so little lag, which is so freaking nice. Um, the Overcast app is is nice. I really do wish you could you could configure what podcast is going to play next because that's what I want to do a whole lot. Like uh, the podcast is like about to end, and I don't really know what's set to come up next. But I know that this one is what I want to listen to. So I'd love to be able to do that. I haven't found a way to do that. So I gotta pull my phone out to do that. But it's really great. I love the watch. It's really useful. I don't. I don't use. I guess. I just use it for a few things a whole lot of the time, like skipping, like going next chapter. That is huge. With podcasts that have chapters with the overcast app, you can just force press and oh, the next man. chapter, ba-bam. Oh man. So like- You I, just sold it to me. I, it's so great. Like if that's the only thing it did, it'd be worth $500, <laughs> just about. What about, um, would, it, would it be worth $750? You have limits. Wouldn't, okay. wouldn't it be worth six hundred ninety-four? Which well, is which yeah. is the open box yeah, open stainless box. steel, forty-four millimeter. So here's the at the old Best Buy. I know that someday I'm gonna have a forty-four millimeter series four. I just I really am stuck on this with this desire to have the the stainless model and. You know that's obviously a little bit heavier lift than the, just the just the base model. So I have no idea when this is going to happen, um, and I have no real plans uh, at the moment. But maybe it'll be a series five before I, I get around to it. But I would like to have. You one. think you might not get a series four? I don't. I, it's just hard to. It, it's hard to spend that much money on just a watch. You know, which sounds kind of harsh I, but i understand i mean i felt the same way it, it's really super nice yeah I, I would encourage you especially if you're not going to go stainless steel which then you may want to go open box you may want to you may want to save a little bit i mean i would really encourage you to buy it from apple and then you have 14 days and i've done it people you just walk in there and say i want to return this and you just have the box and the stuff that was in the box and you have the device and all you got to do is like make sure it's not still locked with your account and they just take it from you and get your receipt sent to you to send to your email mm. because then you just pull up your email. They like that and they just give you your money back. Like it's no, no questions. That's, and if you wait, if you wait till November, into November, then you get all the way until like a week after Christmas is their return policy because people are buying Christmas presents yeah. and they're going to give it out on Christmas day, but people want to be able to be able to. So you have like a month and a half almost. If you start, I think it was like November 11th last year that they started their Christmas return policy. So like, it goes all the way to the week after. I like where you're at. Yeah, you're so, feeling, I mean, like, like you get a whole month and a half. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, I mean, don't abuse it. Right. Don't be like, well, sweet MacBook Air for two months for free. <laughs> Which is kind of like what people will do. I'm sure people do it. Yeah, but, that's that's rough. But I, you know, so I'm I, I don't want to ab- abuse it, but I want to use it. You know. Yeah. Well, you you got your full 14 days. And Actually, you, and absolutely. You Quick correction: We have five TVs in our house. Listen, I said four. We have five. They're mostly 720p. You're digging really deep here. When was the last time we even recorded? I don't, I don't even remember. Uh, three weeks ago, maybe. Three weeks? Are you? I sure? think we got the series one depth wrong 
Oh, now you're just rapid fire going through uh, follow up here. We forgot to mention that tens were likely harder to make and now sparse at launch last year than the 10s this year. So th- this is this is with regard to how popular is the 10s by looking at shipping dates. Looking at tens last year, the 10 was obviously kind of uh, sort of rushed, right? I mean, they were pushing that November 3rd, I believe it was, date. This time, it doesn't seem like they were pushing it because it was just like, well, it's a 10, yeah. but it's just like we put this new stuff in it, right? The 10R is more like that, perhaps, especially because they don't have a case out yet, which is nuts. Like the money they're leaving on the table for not having that clear case in. So Apple sent out a press release. They don't release sell a clear case at all, do About they? 10R. So, so Apple, in their press release to Canada and a few other countries uh, about the 10R, had a clear case in, in the copy. A clear like silicone case for the 10R, because that makes total sense. But they don't I have. I think it, it makes sense for the the 10S. Absolutely, too. Yeah. it does. No, no doubt about that. Obviously, I think that. No doubt about that. Now, what really makes sense is not having a case at all. Which is the great thing about the 10R is that it's a little thicker. I really, really feel confident in not having a case on that phone that I think I will get. Um. I thought that Mike was on to something with one camera and two sensors on the new iPads. Turns out, no, there's just one sensor on the new iPads, but it only works in. You're talking two, about Mike. No, no, it works in. It works in. All, uh, Mike Hurley from from connected from upgrade was saying that the iPad that just came out we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, iPad Pro. Uh, there was an Apple event yesterday, and they released. Can we just rattle them off? Yeah. MacBook Air. MacBook Air. Mac Mini. Mac Mini. iPad Pros. iPad Pros. That was really it, right? Just those right. New keyboard for the iPad Pros. New pencil for the iPad Pros. And I think think that was it. Yeah. Great, great, great event. Really one of the most satisfying events. You, you were really, really satisfied with the, with the whole thing. I was because it's all this... Long in the tooth stuff, especially that Mac Mini. I was satisfied with a third of it. The rest, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical of. That MacBook Air is great. It is, I guess, if you're a certain, if you have a certain use case. If you would have bought the MacBook Air, that is so much freaking better, and it's only two hundred dollars more. Yeah. Okay. So, are we just doing this, or are we just diving in? There's now? a million people buying those old MacBook Airs, and I feel in my heart. I feel in my heart that now they are going to get a Retina display. Well, yeah, they're, they're going to get, get USB C nice ports. They're going to get the new keyboard, which I like. Although my <laughs> wife's volume uh, key did stick, and I got to take it to <laughs> Apple to get that keyboard replaced. But I, you know, I've got to do that as well. On my four years, you didn't get that done yet. I haven't gotten it done yet. Does because, it work? Uh, Does it, the key work? It wasn't for several okay. weeks, and I was having to use. And it was your eye key. Right? It's my eye key. Yeah, very oh. very crucial especially editing video. Um, I had a magic keyboard that I was using, uh, which was, it's, it's difficult because it's so hard to use that when I'm used to just sitting with the MacBook in my lap, you know, and, and typing away. Um, it, it, I can get it to work if I press it down and then kind of wiggle it a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, just give it a little rub it'll eventually type out about four eyes in a row <laughs> and then i can backspace a little get your money's worth i've got to go to i just need to take it in but i, I just i don't frequent the old little rock very well much. i mean it's tough when you don't have an office there anymore yeah that, that's that's when i would make it happen 
is like when we had some meeting we had to go to in Little Rock, I would just, you know, when I was leaving, just run by the Apple and store. It, and if I'm being honest, I'm worried that if I do go to the Apple store, then I'm going to try on watches and then I'm going to try on a stainless watch. And then I'm going to know for sure what's going to happen. And I just feel like that's going to hasten things and I'm not ready. I'm just, just not ready to go I believe, there. I believe in you. And I believe there's nothing wrong with buying a stainless steel. You got 14 days. You can see, is this worth this, this quite a large amount of money? Or do I feel incredibly great about this? And if you feel incredibly great about it, you say, Brittany, don't you want me to feel great? <laughs> Christmas, birthday, Christmas next year. And shouldn't I be able to be content without this, but I'm not able to... I'm not worried. So, I'm not really worried about that. I just I understand. I don't know. It's just a lot of money. I understand. So back to the MacBook Air. Let's just let's just lay it out. Let's do it first. All the the highlights you mentioned some of them. Uh, Retina screen, which you know, yay. Now all the all it the is, laptops have Retina screens. It is interestingly less of less premium of a Retina screen. It's less bright. Yeah, three hundred fifty nits versus five hundred nits on the MacBook Pro, and not a full uh, not, wide color. Not the P three gamut. It's it's the sRGB gamut of the old old vintage Touch ID sensor. Not the full Touch Bar, but uh, just the Touch ID piece up in the top right. Right. Which is now it's the only the the second laptop in the line to have that, other than the the MacBook Pro, and it's the only one. So it's the first one to have Touch ID without having the Touch Bar, right? Which is which is nice. I mean, like just getting Apple Watch people, but <laughs> no, I guess I uh, I do actually use it, but it's always late at night when I've already taken my watch there off. You go. I mean, that's the yeah. only time I ever. I use mean, it. it's nice, but to it's have handy. It in it's handy pinch. in those moments. Yeah, T two chip. So um, it it looks like more clearly now that all of the laptops will eventually move to having the T two, which. I don't really understand everything it does. I know that it helps with like faster SSDs. That's the and thing. So it's all this security stuff. And that's all fine and good. I said this a few episodes ago. But the SSD speed that it that it takes advantage of is huge. I mean, the rewrites uh, compared to any other, like it's like they've written, they've, they have a processor for the drive. So it just makes the drive that much better. It's basically, it's better than any other drive can be. So even if you just took like their drive and put it in any old computer, it would not be as fast as with this specialized processor. That's so awesome. it's awesome. <laughs> like and it's that awesome that it's going everywhere because the guys on ATP, the Accidental Tech Podcast, Marco, John, and Casey. The first, what was the first? The iMac Pro? Is that the, the first iMac Pro was went? the first one with the T2. And then and the new MacBook Pros. Right. This past so they summer. Were, they were saying that they really felt like the T2 was going everywhere. And I was really less sure about that. They said this before the event. I did just you, felt like... Did you feel like it was like a pro? Maybe it's sort of premium, yeah, okay. right? So I'm I'm not sure about that. But Marco's take was that like they want the security of all this. So they're going to roll it out everywhere, which is great. That Like this incredibly fast SSD speed then just comes right along with mm. it. Because that's, that's huge because that's really the bottleneck behind... On, behind a lot of, of processes, um, even as fast as a regular old SSD is, faster it can be, faster we can get to memory. And let on me we tell go. you, I uh, so I went to the Adobe Max conference a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. which was great. Maybe we'll talk about that sometime. But my very last lab on Wednesday, I finally got some Macs, and they were 21 and a half inch iMacs, but they were all non retina screens non retina oh. spinning hard drives and it was just i felt like i was back in college they still sell that machine i know this is what's crazy i couldn't believe that stephen hackett brought my brought that to my attention 
It's two hundred dollars less than a Retina machine that still has a hard drive. Yeah. But even even the four K, the the entry level model on the four K screen comes with the a hard drive. Yeah, it's a spinning heart, spinning disc. Heartbreaking. I don't I don't understand. Um, I was really hoping that they would do minor updates to the IMAX and kind of just phase that, that stuff up. out. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> Part of it is, well, except for the MacBook Air is all SSD and almost always has been, except for that 4,200 RPM iPod hard drive it had at the beginning, which was nuts. Um, gosh, that was slow. Um, only $1,800. Um, but so the MacBook Air is, is SSD. It's this terrible non-retina screen, obviously. But people, they're still selling that. Yeah. They're still. Yeah. Well, uh, let's get back to that. Go for it. Cause, cause, sorry. I'm well, sorry. Yeah. Because I want to talk about that, too. Um. Processor 1.6 gigahertz dual core i5, which is weird because it's base. It, it kind of seems like the same processor that they have in the 12 inch MacBook. We'll come back to that. Um, storage you can go up to 1.5 terabytes. I don't think I've ever seen 1.5. It's always been like one terabyte or a two terabyte. Or now with the the MacBook Pros, you can get four. So I'm kind of confused by 1.5. 8 gigs of RAM configurable up to 16 gigs. I mean, that's really the the basics there. Um, it, it, I, th I think overall it, it looks like the old MacBook Air. It's a little bit thinner, a little bit smaller. All said, less volume. The uh, the screen itself had the bezels have slimmed up a little bit, and they've gone to that black background like you see on the MacBook Pros, and I guess on the twelve inch MacBooks. Um, so no longer that big thick silver bezel from the eighties and. So it's not just that it looks better when you're looking at the screen, but they've narrowed those bezels. So, I mean, it's it's appreciably closer to the 12-inch MacBook size than it is to its former MacBook Air size. And it never seemed like a monstrosity when it was just the 13.3-inch MacBook Air. But... um the, That's really, really nice that they were able to, able to do that. And then the only other real conceivable uh, difference or perceivable difference, I should, I guess I should say, um, uh, uh, from it over the 12-inch MacBook is that it has two USB-C, well, Thunderbolt 3, which I guess technically the MacBook just has a USB-C. That's true. Yeah. So it just won. Very true. <laughs> but here's, here's where I'm struggling with, with this new okay. computer. Uh, it starts at $1199, which right. I think... Probably most people feel like it's it might be a little bit too much. Um, they're still, like you said, they're still selling the old, 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 old That's MacBook Air at nine ninety nine. So you tell somebody you can buy a MacBook Air for nine ninety nine, and they feel like, oh, okay, I will do that. But don't. But you're telling me that when I tell you you can buy a MacBook Air that's actually really dang freaking good for eleven ninety nine. And my dad looks at me tonight and goes, I don't really know if I should spend that much on a laptop. Well, and here's the, here's what further complicates it to me is that you can buy nearly the exact same computer with one less port in a much slimmer slimmer package for $12.99. I don't understand why everything is so similar. And well, what's what's different from this and the 13-inch MacBook Pro Escape? Like they all three seem like very similar computers to me. So the difference is processor between the Escape and and the Air. But it's not that much different. It's not like jumping up to the 
to the you know the newer model 13 inch macbook pro and 15 inch macbook pro with the touch bar it it is better right i guess you but it's it's dual core too isn't it i mean it, i don't even think it goes up to quad core it doesn't at this point uh, it'd be interesting because i just feel like there are three options that aren't really significantly different and if you don't care about this stuff like we do then you're even more confused going in there i feel like there's another shoe that needs to drop to a certain extent i mean the one shoe is that i told you this when they announced the macbook air at 11.99 you told you asked me like where does that put the 12 inch macbook i'm like cheaper like you it would must think. be cheaper yeah now what's the strangest thing in the freaking world that i finally actually put two and two together last night is that the 12 inch macbook Starts at $1,299 for 256 gigabytes of SSD space. That's nice. But... That's the base model? That's the base model. They do not sell a MacBook 12-inch with 128 for $1,099. And I can't figure out why for the life of me. And they never have. Because... So that that's one of the unique... So... It's interesting because people talk about the MacBook, the 12 inch MacBook being the same exact price as the MacBook Escape. So they are, except for the entry level Escape has 128 and the entry level MacBook has 256. So they're not really because once you give the MacBook Escape 256, now you're at 1499. Yeah. $200 more. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's in every, in every single computer to go from 128 to 256, it's $200. I do not understand why there is not a MacBook, especially because that 12-inch MacBook with the one port is this portable machine that you're not going to have all your stuff on. I mean, that's it's it's a prime second computer or third computer to have. So you don't need it to have a terabyte of space. You don't need it to have 256. I, I don't understand why. And I really, I wonder if it happens. I just, it, Boggles my mind that there's not a 1099 MacBook that sells with 128 gigabytes. I can't figure it out. Is there is there anything I'm missing? Here's here's what I wanted them to do. Just for clarity's sake, I wanted them to completely kill the MacBook Air in name and in design. I hate that tapered look. Now that especially really? now that the now that the new MacBook Pros are thinner than you know, the, the old MacBook Air, they just don't look it because they're the same consistency all the way across. It's true. But they are technically thinner um, at the at the, the deepest point um, compared to the MacBook Air. I just wanted them to, to kill it. And then whatever this new laptop was going to be, I, I, I assumed that they were going to kill the MacBook Air and then sort of kill the, the MacBook. And whatever came next would be kind of a mesh of those two machines into into just one new computer. But those are they're they're two different machines. I I mean it's all it's they're a, not anymore. Basically, I mean now they're like the same exact machine. But they're not. I mean, that, so to to jump ahead a little bit to the iPad Pro. Oh boy, now you're getting me excited. Now I'm not frustrated so, anymore. So so we have an 11 inch and a 12.9 inch. That's a difference of, of 1.9 inches for those scoring at home. I mean, we're looking at a difference of 1.3 inches, and it's in a higher realm. So percentage-wise, anyways, I, I, so just like there isn't going to be an 11-inch and a 12.9-inch, I think there can just as easily be a 12-inch and a 13.3-inch. 
especially because on a on an airplane tray table, a 12 inch is appreciably better than a 13.3 inch laptop. I mean, if you're going to be just, and there are people, lots of them that are in airports 30, 40 weeks out of the year and they're in airplanes and they're, you know, I think the 12 inch is a, is a significantly better computer for them. Like that portability is a huge ad for them. I think it's still a good one to, one to sell. I just don't understand why they're not selling this 1099 version. And I really don't understand why at this point, this far into the 12 inches life cycle, they can't take that and move it down to 999 and stop selling the old MacBook Air, except for, I don't It's like if, if people are going to buy, I mean, this is, this is Tim Cook's philosophy, obviously. If people are going to buy that old MacBook Air for 999, then like, who are we not to sell it to them? Because oh. our margins on that are this big. I mean, I can't, the truth of the matter is, they probably make more profit on an old MacBook Air than, uh, I don't know, anything but like the six core 15 inch maybe. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Like, honestly, at this point. So that's what I wanted them to do, right? Completely kill the MacBook so, Air. So they didn't why, do that. Why are you against them keeping the name and keeping, I mean, you don't like the tapered look. I don't like the tapered look. I also don't like the name because it doesn't make sense anymore the 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 air name when when that first came out it was dramatic in the way it was introduced right everybody knows you know you, you had steve jobs there was a little uh, manila envelope on on the stage oh, indeed and he just pulled the computer out and it was it was amazing right i mean at the time to see something that uh that slim and and just that that design it was it completely changed laptops you know, from that point on, everybody started mimicking them just like everybody mimics them with phones. Oh, yeah. But it's that that name Air implies that it's the thinnest model and it's the, you know, it's it's the most portable model. And that's not true anymore. So it did. I, it did imply that. But for 10, it, it, it was itself. It was itself for 10 years. And I can I can accept that at that point, this is a MacBook Air. No matter how it got its name, this is this a is MacBook what it Air. Is. It's, yeah. it's kind of like is... somebody that somebody that acquires a nickname. Like I got the nickname Fuzzbuzz in sixth grade. What? First day of youth group. Explain. First year that they allowed sixth graders into the youth group. I I had a shaved head at that point, and so some older kid called me Fuzzbuzz, and it stuck. So the youth group. Started calling me Fuzzbuzz. So at some point, I grew my hair out and it didn't have a buzzed head anymore, but nobody stopped calling me Fuzzbuzz. My AIM screen name stayed Fuzzbuzz. <laughs> okay. I can, so, okay. So that would have been my preference. That obviously didn't happen. I understand. I would have been okay with the, this new machine being still the MacBook Air if they had then killed the old model and stopped selling it because that it just feels so wrong to me. So that to me is a separate issue. Like the old model... And listen, the way the old model stops getting sold is quite simple. I mean, you could tell it to me just like I could tell it to you. It's like if people stop buying it, they will stop selling it. That is almost like the Tim Cook mantra. And for better or worse, like... 
that's the thing is like if people stop buying it, they'll stop selling it. I mean, arguably, I don't I don't know if it's what happened to the iPad mini, which is a really interesting product at this point, um, which we may not get to in this episode. But I'd, I'd be interested in in why they stopped selling something. To me, it's it's because people stopped buying it. I mean, yeah. it's that simple. <laughs> People, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I just had a sour taste in my mouth at the end of it. I think the MacBook, the new MacBook Air, it's it's a great product as a new MacBook Air. And it's probably the right computer for most people. They they're too late with it. You know, I mean, ideally they would have had this in June, sold a ton of them going into uh, you know, into the school year. Absolutely. College kids would have ate this up. So it's just all of that's confusing to me. Then the fact that now you've got, like I said, three different laptops that are all within this very similar price range, very similar specs. It's just so confusing to me. And I'm someone who enjoys looking into all this stuff. And I just can't imagine as a consumer going into Best Buy or Apple or wherever. And, you know, I need to buy a laptop. I've got $1,500. What do I get? Cause there's like five different options now in that price range. And it's, it's so confusing. So there are three different options in that price range. I feel like 60 to 80% of people are going to get the MacBook air, but they're going to get a good MacBook air now. Unless they buy the 999. I, I, th- I think, I, th- I think that if you look at those side by side, then a one of them looks older Le- because of the bezels true mostly one of them looks older than the screen <laughs> one of them looks newer it's only $200 more the s- screen is clearly better it's i feel got- like i feel like that's their model for everything is hey you could get this cheapest model but it's only $200 more to get the max that is know? absolutely and i'm not talking about macs right Mac. right right you of know, course you know of course <laughs> yes so I so from a from a moral standpoint, <laughs> then yeah, they should stop selling the MacBook Air. But you don't become the largest company in the world by being re- by really caring about only ever selling something so, something somebody something that is good for them and not just good for you in the pocketbook. Yeah, like that's not how you become the company they become. And and to be honest, like the future obviously isn't the MacBook Air. And, you know, I think that's why they, they let off with the MacBook Air in this, in this, you know, in this event. Because okay. to them, the future is clearly these iPad Pros, which we're going to talk about in a second. So it just, the whole thing felt weird to me. I, I think it's a, it's a cool machine. I'm never going to own a MacBook Air. It's never going to be the computer for me. Mm-hmm. I think it probably is the right, like I said, the right computer for most people. And like you said, now they're going to have a way better computer than they would have if, if they you know never updated that, but continued to sell the old model. So for better or worse, I guess the really satisfying part to me was that it had two ports because it, it felt eminently possible that against all reason, it would have one port. Because there's no reason why the 12-inch should have one port, but it does. I yeah. mean, Syracuse went on for like four episodes about this when it originally came out. Like, what is any possible good reason for it only to have one port? There's not one, Well, right? the, uh, the Apple was like, well, I mean, it's basically an iPad, but as a laptop, so iPads only have one port. 
So and now they just have the same port, but <laughs> true. Um, I I just so I was I was really happy to see they had two ports because that to me is a huge is a huge difference to be able to charge and plug something in. I think to have a portable that you can charge and plug something in um, is great because there's all sorts of ways that now without a dongle, there's lots of sorts of things you can do portably that is not going to be great to be done with a MacBook. I mean, if you need to have a hard drive plugged in, if you need to have it, you know, plug into ethernet, you're gonna have to do that with an adapter, but you're also going to be able to charge because you got two ports. So that to me is a huge ad. And I'm, I'm just glad to see that they, you know, put a retina screen on it, made it smaller, gave it, you know, what it is. I mean, to me, it's like what people have been asking for. It's really late <laughs> to when people have been asking for it, but it's a MacBook Air with a retina screen. Speaking of really late, Mac Mini, it it happened. It really happened. What boggles my mind about the Mac Mini is how they just cannot incrementally update it. They're just like incapable of it. It's amazing. Well, they they will not. It's not that they cannot. Whatever. I mean, it just well. That's the thing. Is like why. Why won't they? Well, they just don't like it's such a low priority, yeah. and yeah. yet they didn't seem to like totally phone it in on this Mac Mini. I mean, I mean, they kind of phoned it in. It looks exactly the same, and there's no, no reason for it to look exactly the same. I don't think there's a reason for it to look different, though. Well, I mean, they don't need it to be the same dimensions as it was when it had when an it had- optical drive in it. So that makes so. There's some truth to that, but especially to spec it out the way that they enable you to now, which is to the nth degree. If you want six to spend cores now money, instead of two, you can spend like $4,000 on a Mac mini and you can go six cores. You can get many terabytes. Up to 64 something. gigs of RAM. 64. I think, so I, I, I think, I think that is the necessary size is just like, if you really take it all the way to the edges, then it has to be this big to fit everything. And so it just so happens that like this is a form factor. It's it's really symmetrical. It's a nice square. I mean, there's no reason for it not to be that that size. I think it's a great size. I think it's a great form factor. Love love the space gray. That looks great. Um, I'm glad to see. I mean, there could always be more ports, but it's certainly great to see four USB C and two USB A. Um, could definitely use more USB A, but you know you're gonna get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Um, first time I ever saw a Mac mini freshman year of college. When I started working at the radio station, we had two Mac minis at the radio station. They were much bigger than they, than they are now, obviously, but that's what we used to uh, stream the games. There you go. You know, we had one in each studio. We had an AM and an FM and, uh, and they were hooked up and connected to ucasports.com somehow. And yeah, we would just plug them in and boom, it would magically start streaming. That's all they were used for. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> all the its only existence was to stream uh, our, our our broadcast, and just like that's a very specific use. I think what the Mac Mini is used for these days is is similarly very specific use cases, and that's that's kind of what they've done here is ma- they've expanded the how much it can be specced out so that you can get as specific as you need to for whatever case it it may be. I do think there's a pretty legitimate uh, argument 
dissatisfaction with this Mac Mini and that the fact that it starts at seven ninety nine. Yeah. Especially because I feel that about everything they announced though. <laughs> everything they announced was about at least a hundred dollars too much. I don't quite agree because I feel it's very much like the Series 4 watch in that... That was too much, too. Don't even get me started on that. Listen, we can start, and I will tell you what I told you last time, is that like when you make it much better, I'm okay with you increasing the price at that point. That that is fair game. I just that's the thing about this Mac Mini is that that entry level is only eight gigabytes of memory. It's only 128 gigabytes of storage. Yikes. So I don't understand why that's not six ninety-nine or five ninety-nine. It's just, and to just me, been the same. Like really just that's those are low specs, but make because there are so many Mac minis that are like these single use Macs. And that's a tough sell at eight hundred dollars. It's so much easier at six hundred dollars. My parents bought a Mac Mini. I think two thousand ten. This is what I think. I Go. think they're just trying to price it out of existence. They're not going to do that. I don't know. They might if you yeah. have to spend eight hundred dollars for the entry level. They're not going to do that. I don't. I mean, wait, they're going to sell IMAX. Is what they're going to do? They're going to sell fourteen hundred ninety nine dollar IMAX because. That's got a display and the whole computer. It's a better computer than that than that entry level Mac Mini, and it's just I mean, so it's it's like here's eight hundred dollars, but if you go seven hundred dollars more, only seven hundred dollars more, you get a whole four K display and a lot more graphics and this that and the other. So I mean, it is what it is. I just so my my parents bought a Mac Mini in uh, two thousand ten. Uh, I want to say just the just the entry level model for five ninety nine, and I mean they've they're still using it, still works great. I put an SSD in it three or four or five years ago. Um, I didn't uh, find out about this heat sink thing, and so their fan runs the whole time that their computer is on. So I just set it to go to sleep quickly. So the fans just not sitting there running at full speed. That's the only that's the only speed that it runs at. So, but what's great about it is they have a cabinet that their computer is in, so you don't actually hear it. So, it oh, works, so it's just suffocating. It works you know, well for the yes, great. yes, indeed. That is great. It's a good word to use right. for that. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so I was talking with my, with my dad about it, and I was like, "So yeah, it's million eight hundred dollars." He's like, well, you know, how much better would it be? I'd be like, it'd be appreciably yeah, better, you know, be better, especially the for S- sure. especially the SSD speed would be great. You know, the 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 memory speed is is faster. You know, I mean, they're up to twenty one thirty three megahertz on the on the RAM speed. Did they put the T two in the T two is there? Okay. Um, so this is the SSD is super fast, but I was like, well, actually, Dad, if you if you get this, you have to get sixteen gigabytes of memory, so that makes it a thousand. And then let me go look. You're using like 240 gigabytes right now. So like then you have to add 200 to get the 256 models. So it's $1,200. It's twice what you paid eight years ago. Yeah. And well, so he was like, well, it works fine. So we'll just, we'll just wait. Keep on. Cause I was like, you know, if you wait, then the MSRP didn't come down, but like B and H photo and video will sell it for less. Mac mall will sell Best it for buy. less. Best Buy will sell it for less a year or two in, you know, so, um, so there's that. All right. The main attraction 
for welcome for... to the main event. New iPad Pros. Let's get ready to rumble. And man, oh man, Philip, are they? They might be the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, that might be a little, little <sighs> dramatic, but they are. I don't know. They are beautiful. Oh my gosh! So Such... completely uh, etched edges is probably too extreme of a word to use because the bezels are significantly thick. But w- when you consider what they've been able to do, it it no uh, no bump like we see, no uh, no notch like you see on the the ten and the ten S. Because um, they've got that same bezel uh, width going all the way across. Yep. Uh, but interesting what they've done, and they they kept two sizes like they had before. But before it was twelve point nine inch and a ten point five inch. Um, they've kept the same pretty much overall uh, case size of that ten and a half inch, but they've just expanded the screen out because of the smaller bezel. So now it's an eleven inch instead of a ten point five inch. But they've done the opposite, sort of, on the the twelve point nine inch, where they're keeping the same screen size, but they've they've you know brought down the overall size of the device itself. So it feels significantly smaller than the the old twelve point nine inch model, but you still have that same amount of screen. What's really kind of interesting to me is that they're not the same aspect ratio. The the eleven inch and the twelve point nine inch. The twelve point nine inch is still four by three, but the 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 eleven inch is like slightly different. I don't even know exactly what That's it is. Really, but really odd. Yeah, it, it looks a little strange when you look at it. But um, so all it's new, very wide. Yeah. Right. Or especially when you see it in the keyboard case, standing up with a keyboard, it just looks like super tall. Right. It's really weird. It is super, weird. Super tall um, landscape display. And they they say that the twelve point nine inch now is very similar to the size of a standard sheet of paper. So right. Eight and a half by 11, which, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, just thinking about it. I actually grabbed a piece of paper today and held it up to my, my uh, OG 12.9 inch. Thanks, and thanks again for that, Philip. Um, it's, it's smaller. Or are you, were you saying, and cause you wanted to thank you. I was already going there. No, I, I wasn't actually, I, I was saying, and what did it look like? It, it basically fit, um, you know, just right inside of, of, the overall package of the, right. the old model, yeah. So I mean, it's it's noticeably smaller That's for sure. Great. I I mean, I think that they absolutely made the best case, uh, the the best uh, decision on what they did with the sizes for the overall user. I I could get down with make it taking the ten and a half inch and making it a little smaller. I don't think that that would have been a terrible decision. I think there are reasons that would have been nice, but I think it, it's probably better to go. Actually, the reason that I am happy they decided to keep it the keep the iPad the same length and width and just make the display bigger since the bezels are shrinking is all about the smart keyboard. Because the ten and a half inch smart keyboard, and I'm sure is that's why they did it, just that much better than the nine point seven. Yeah keyboard and you only get that like the keyboard takes on the size of the ipad obviously Mm -hmm. so i think that 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 to me was a really good reason to go to go as as big as they did and the keyboard is basically staying the same size on the 12.9 inch 
but it's just there's no <laughs> there's like no extra space on the sides like you have on the current smart keyboard. Right. You've got a little bit almost almost uh, an inch, not quite an inch on each side of the smart keyboard, uh, maybe like three quarters of an inch. Uh, you got a little more breathing room. Five eighths. Now it's <laughs> now it's just straight up to the edge. Um, but I think it's the right decision to keep, like you said, the the smaller iPad Pro, the same overall size, but then to bring the the twelve point nine inch down the, the the overall package, but still keep that same size screen. Um, very excited to see these in person. Liquid Retina display. Where have we heard that before? Oh yeah, that's right, the uh, iPhone XR. Um, so I wonder what came first there, you know, like which, which device was that screen technology creative for? It's was, interesting. Was it like when they were trying to build a tablet and then they were like, oh, let's build a phone instead. And then we'll get Glad to the tablet. That. We'll get to the tablet later. That's where my mind went. <laughs> I'm kind of so wondering. This, this yeah. is from like 2003 when, uh, Steve Jobs was working with some little group at Apple and they were working on a touch screen and actually making a tablet worth a darn. And, um, which eventually became the iPad seven years later, but it more immediately, they went small and made a phone only four years later. So, um, in, in this case, you know, I feel like it was more inevitable and more just like totally obvious that this is where the iPad was going and that the iPad couldn't have an OLED screen. If it ever does It'd just be way too expensive, it does yeah. sometime in the future, but it certainly wasn't at this point going to have an OLED screen. So they were going to have to figure out how to rounded corner an LCD screen, which I mean, it's kind of crazy how they're doing it. Um, and, and then that led to, and then the does that, does that lead to the fact that like, well, you know, we could have a rounded corner LCD screen, then, and then we could have a cheaper version of a 10 style device. I don't know. I mean, there's, it's a possibility it, it kind of all comes together and it's almost like, uh, you know how ants and a bug's life came out at very similar times. <laughs> Volcano and, and, uh, and Dante's peak, right, 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 right. Deep impact and Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah. The list goes on, you know? So, uh, I mean, it could have been, you know, bumping into each other in the hallway and being like, hey, I got an idea. All right, let's say let's say it let's say it together. Rounded corner LCD screen. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh so obviously no home button anymore. A face ID, which interesting uh, really development interesting. here is that I, I believe you have to set it up in portrait mode when you're when you're creating your your face ID instance. But once it's established, it works both in a landscape and portrait and, all, and upside down and, and, <laughs> yeah. and all four yeah. possible. I mean, that's crazy. And what's really interesting is that they said that this is possible, at least in part due to the added processor. Yeah. A 12 X bionic. Right, so it has six, eight, eight cores. Eight I'm cores, sorry. Yep. Four, four high performance for, um, sipping on the battery. And so that's really interesting to me that, that, it takes that much processing and like that's the reason that you can't unlock your iPhone 10 style device in landscape. You know, it's just like processing. Yeah. I, it just colors me as strange, but you know. So you get the that's what it is. Face ID, true depth camera, all that, all that good stuff. Uh other noticeable call outs, uh, 4K video recording, 
although I still think it's funny that people use an iPad to uh, record video. Uh, of course, Animoji and Memoji because you got that face ID. Uh, and that's what everybody wants, right? Um, I'm trying to see the other big differences. I mean, that's well, that's so the high level of it. Of course, new smart connector. New smart connector. And a hundred and is 161 magnets? Do I remember that right? It was a large number. A huge number of magnets because the smart keyboard, which is now the smart folio, smart keyboard folio, they call it, because it covers the back, because it sticks to the back. Yeah, because that's where they moved it to instead of being on the, uh, the well, right edge, I guess. If, right. Yeah. Because, well, not, and uh, you can still on the left edge, actually. Is where the keyboard oh, attaches. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But on the right edge, they got something going on. This brand new Apple Pencil. Yeah. You don't plug into charge because yes, that was yes, bananas, yes, 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 right? Yes. Just clips right on there because magnets. Everything they've done with this new Apple Pencil is is just. It's like yes, exactly. That's exactly what it needs to be. It's 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 magical what they've done with it. No more stupid cap. No more plugging it into charge. Uh, the, no more keeping around an iPad so that it dies because it's like yeah. phantom connected to it all the time. And then when you actually want to pull it out and use it, it's like, oh, I don't have any battery. I've been like <laughs> trying to, you know, phone home to my Which buddy. happens every single time. It's, every oh, time. it's just so dumb. And uh, no, no. So no longer plugging it in because they've moved to USB-C. You got your accelerometer, which essentially just gives you a button. It's not a button. There's no button on it, but you tap it. Like there is a button on it, and basically with an accelerometer type type of thing, it knows that you tapped it, and so there's different uh, different ways it can use that for fun for functionality, which is cool. Which is then software based, so right. You know, all these different developers can do different things with it. I think they they had uh, the Photoshop demo, which I think when they double tapped it on on for that demo, it it changed to or allowed you to zoom in or something, uh, which I kind of thought it was funny because I was just like, well, obviously it's going to change to a different brush. You know, that's what I thought it would be. But and, but you could make it that, right? Yeah. I mean, Conceivably. You, you, you can make it in each app what you want it to be, which is just great. Which I, what most people are going to want is an eraser. I mean, right. that's really what most uh, people are going to want. That's, you know, that's a great thing to have. I'm really excited. Excited. I'm not, I'm very unlikely to get one of these. I'm very pleased to see that that you can just tap on it with the pencil it, ha it has it has tap to wake now because it's an iphone 10 style device um so it has tap to wake but it has tap to wake with the pencil and so you just tap it with the pencil and it opens notes which which the the software has accommodated previously you with, could do start, that starting before. with ios 11 yeah but you had to have the screen on and then tap the lock screen with the pencil and it would open a nice, you know, nice note for you to, to jot down things in. Now, you don't have to get the screen on. You can just grab it, tap it with the pencil, and just start going to town. So they saw, they solved the charging issue. They solved with the magnets the fact that, you know, now you don't It's so hard it. to carry yeah, with, you can just with the iPad. Attach it to the side. Right. And you were telling me that you, you saw one person, like, fit physically tried to shake it off and it, it would not. <laughs> Federico Vatici um, of, of Connected and Mac Stories. Um, he, he said that he's shaking his iPad Pro all around trying to get it to 
release, you know, from, from this magnetic grip and not happening. That's awesome. Right. So to me, that gives it hope of like even staying on when you put it in a bag and it's getting like slightly nudged by stuff. I, the other thing they did that we haven't mentioned with the pencil is there's a flat edge, one flat edge. Right. Which, which it uses to charge. It's what it right. cl- clips on with. But and then also it's solves also, the uh, rolling off it's the It's also table. great. Well, and I think just like holding it, it really, it really helps. Because it feels like an actual pencil now. Right. No, very, very much. You know, I mean, it doesn't have, it's not a hexagon, but. Um, Here's what I don't like okay. about these iPad Pros. Um, and it's really just one thing because everything else I think is, is awesome. We haven't mentioned no headphone jack. You know, people are going to complain about that. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I used wired headphones on my iPad Pro because I have AirPods. And I understand that not everybody has AirPods or wireless, uh, wireless headphones, but it's, it's, not a, it's not an issue for me personally. It's not dumb for any of those reasons. It is dumb because people are going to do audio stuff with it and they're going to have to have a USB-C to 3.5 right. millimeter dongle to do so. That is dumb. Like they, they show, I mean, they, they endorse it as you can do all this audio stuff with it. They talk about DJ pro and all the <laughs> stuff, the, all the audio stuff you can do with it, but you're going to have to have a dongle for that. Like just, just put a headphone jack you, on do it. Do you think I, this might actually lead to more USB-C peripherals? Or cables Your just in general? Is good I mean, mine. it hasn't led to that with the new MacBook Pros switching to all USB-C. I mean, it just hasn't. Um, but maybe now that you've got both of these uh, devices, you know, dependent upon that that technology, maybe that'll help. I- I'm hoping. Um, because it's definitely going to help with being able to charge faster. You're gonna, uh, you can hook it up to, up to a 5K display now, although I don't really know <laughs> what the use case for that would be. Um, cause I don't use my iPad like that, but yeah, I mean, if you're obviously, if you're editing video and you like to do it with a touch interface for whatever reason, then it'd be great to sit in front of a 5k to watch it on. And then you can make your edits on the iPad. I mean, so here's what I don't like. Yep. The price, man. Yeah. Well, you know, the price, what are you going to do? They're, they're, they're pricey. So starting at $799 for the 11-inch model, up to $999 for the 12.9, which wasn't that before. That was $799. I feel like they've kind of swapped uh, places there. So they used to be $649 and $799. Okay. Yeah, I thought the 12.9 was was $799. So that sounds expensive until you're telling me that I could buy an 11-inch Home buttonless, eleven iPad Pro for the same price, just about as an iPhone 10R. Yeah, I could buy a twelve point nine inch iPad Pro for the same price as an iPhone 10s. Well, I mean, come on, they're different devices, but I, I understand the point you're trying. But to it's make. all the same. Well, this is what I said to you after the event was. Um, you know, we were, I was complaining about them not getting the, the new MacBook air down to that 999 level. But of course the 12.9 inch iPad pro starts at 999 and that's really the computer they want you to buy. That's no accident. That's sub 999 is, is these iPad pros. It's really interesting. I've been spending more time in the Apple store 
And I love to hear people's conversations and like Apple store employees conversations with people. And it's really interesting when someone just talks about like wanting a device for this or that. Usually it's like college or, um, it's usually college. And, (laughs) and they will start talking with them about an iPad pro and how you can take your notes on it with a pencil and you can get this smart keyboard for, you know, typing notes that need to be done that way. And, you know, you'll also be able to use it to watch movies on and play games and do all your iOS stuff on it. But there's always this hesitancy by everyone at the fact that it's not a traditional computer. And software wise, there are things that it just cannot do. And I think that's totally legit. I mean, I'm really hoping iOS 13 brings a whole host of really, really low-hanging fruit, um, particularly now that it has a USB-C port, to just be able to plug into a hard drive and just, like, look at that in the Files app. Like, just incredibly low-hanging fruit that, to me, would would really give it a lot more credence um, and, and give it a lot more a lot more of a chance of being someone's only computer because I just feel like there's still things that you're not going to be able to do unless you have a traditional computer. Listen, if I was a, if I was like a manager or, you know, like a higher level manager, director level or C level type manager, there's no doubt I could get by with just an iPad pro and, and do everything I would need to be able to do on it. So you absolutely could until you're supposed to put together like the annual report that is 56 pages long and contains all these different diagrams. Well, listen, and I'm really good at delegating, Philip. <laughs> to people with computers. Yeah. And if I'm the CEO, listen, I don't have time to be putting that report together. Come on. Someone else is going to do that for me. And I'm going to give them a raise. Point so taken. I, I really, to me, it's still a a secondary, a, a a buddy device to your actual computer because, like, you you still need an actual computer. I'm never gonna edit video on this. Certainly not. Not but like even, I did today. Even just like my wife who's in grad school, like all she really does is just like type stuff. I'm trying to think of anything else that she does. I mean, she just types stuff. Like that, she looks, she researches stuff in, in, on the web and she types stuff. That can be done on an iPad Pro, but you know, I mean, she's, she's doing this in concert with others. So there's Dropbox involved Mm -hmm. and there's, um, you know, there's red lines involved because like who put what, where, and how are we keeping track of what version of the document we're on? There's There's just a whole lot of stuff that is just easier. So much easier with a computer. And especially for someone that like doesn't know all the intricacies of, of computing. And so you don't know that like, well, you can get around it this way. Like, I know that like, this is the way you think about doing 
X computer task. You can get it done on an iPad. You just have to do it in the files app and you have to set yeah. up this and the Siri portal shortcut and, and yeah. the Siri shortcut <laughs> and you run the JavaScript. And so, you know, I mean, it's all possible, but it's interesting to me that all of the notable folks that, that use an iPad and evangelize their use of the iPad, they still have Macs. They still have iMacs in yeah. large part. Podcast recording, of course. Yeah. So there's just, Stuff that they still have is always going to be for computers. So they still so have Macs, but they major like far more use their iPads than they do their Macs. Yes, yes, but it's especially as far as pricing goes, then it's it's still a a buddy device, mm -hmm. and so you still got to buy one and the other. And of course, I mean these people are doing their thing; and it's their job, so it, it works out for them. But all that to be said. I still, I still stand firm in my camp, which is like, if you make it that much better, I'm fine with you charging me another $150 to, for it. I mean, you compare the 10 and a half inch iPad Pro of a year and a half ago to the 11 inch and like all you want is $150 more, like sign me up. Yeah. Well, it's not just $150 more because the pencil is also pencil goes 30, up 30 more bucks. dollars. The, the keyboard goes up, up twenty more dollars, fifty dollars. Yeah, maybe it was one hundred forty-nine. It was one hundred forty-nine. So I mean, one hundred seventy-nine. So up thirty dollars. It's not just the the cost of the it's device. It's not. But what do you I mean? What do you want? Like this? I'm is, all for this it. This is what great products. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> cost. You know. I mean. So you just save your money and prioritize your finances and make it happen if you can. And if and it's not, if it's not going to be worth it to you, then don't buy it. I mean, you buy an old, you know. Cheap old $329 iPad like me if you're going in to use it really while we podcast. That's the only time I really use my iPad. This brings me back to the watch in that I could spend, you know, $750 for this stainless steel watch or I could spend, you know, a little bit more and get this awesome iPad. That's, that's kind of where I have trouble, you know, spending so much money on this tiny device on my wrist that is going to look really nice but isn't going to be as big of a utility for me in in my usual work. I understand. It, to me, I really come back to what I said, I don't know, 8, 10, 15 minutes ago. I can't keep track of time. All these people who want to complain about the price but just bought a 10s after buying a 10 last year, shove it. Like, just <laughs> don't. Like, I have no time for you, you know? I haven't mentioned that I did buy a 10s. Wasn't for me though. It was for my wife. Right. Okay. Okay. And very it's, good. It's great. She's very happy. I want to end with this tweet because I thought this was amazing from Horace. Did that, did you did you? Um, iPad iPad Finland. Pro versus original iPad. Eight and a half years oh. of engineering. Fifty percent thinner. Thirty percent lighter. Thirty five times faster CPU. One thousand times faster graphics. Five times the pixels. Twenty five percent greater color saturation. Fifty percent brighter. Five times faster Wi Fi. 23 times faster LTE and six times the storage. We didn't even mention a terabyte. You can get a model of this iPad Pro with a terabyte of storage. It's insane. It's so expensive, Levi. And it's, it's, so, it's so incredibly overpowered with this A12X Bionic. And I just, I want one so bad. You know, you got to pay for the things you want. That's or, what it comes down to. Or I got to convince my, my work to, to pay for it. <laughs> one or the other. Good luck. Thank you. I'm going to need it.